0: welcome to maker conversations i'm your host tiff marchand from night cover designs and today on the show is peter from petrie's workshop peter is a 3d printer a woodworker and just a really genuinely nice dude he is always trying to help people out and is always rooting for them i have a special guest host lee from regal street woodworks lee is If you've ever seen his Friday videos, Lee's a talented woodworker, but also, I mean, a magician when it comes to having fun and uh, recording some fun Friday videos. So check out Lee, check out Peter, and enjoy the show. Well, Welcome to the show. As you can see, we have a guest host. We got Lee here from... Regal Street Woodshop. Like I don't have to remember it because I can read it. I like that.
1: <laughs> mine, mine.
0: <laughs> What's going on, Peter? How was your day? Thank
1: you. Thanks so much for having me. Today was awesome. Today was yeah. just a good day. It's uh, Emma's uh, spring break for s- school because she teaches mm-hmm. dance, so she's just home all day, and we're kind of obsessed with each other. We're still in that honeymoon stage after ten years, so. You know, we like hanging out together. So she was home all day. We got to like do some stuff together, work on our, you know, businesses and side gigs together as yeah. well. Uh, and then both took a nap, which was amazing. Oh, you got <laughs> you a nap too? That. We got a nap in. Yes, yeah. that's
0: the perfect day.
1: Yes. How, how about you? How was your day? How was your weekend? Day both was, of these guys.
0: disabled My day was crazy busy. Um, just been really busy with like multiple jobs at the moment but uh, it's coming together, like launching different things. I, I was telling, uh, I think Lee, you were in the room this morning on Clubhouse. I uh, uploaded my first Sabretooth podcast. So I'm super stoked. Cause I'm like, I'm a professional podcaster now. Like, you know, like I did behind a maker and all that, but now I'm like official professional and I'm like, it feels good. So
1: I mean, if you're, if you're getting great. paid, it's a pro, it's a pro job.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's so that's all awesome. good.
1: I'm glad Lee. that's working out too
0: yeah it is it's working out really well yeah
1: Lee what's up with you
2: staying busy finally got some nice weather like, we had the doors open today and just enjoying it was actually nice and warm in the Sun
3: it Not snow used yesterday
2: to it. it like hailed this weekend yeah. he did the Massachusetts sudden hailstorm it
0: was really warm in the Sun you heard him <laughs> And that's what we do when it's freezing out and the wind's hitting you but if you're in the sun it's warm pretty good day
1: <laughs> I, if i always forget where are you based out
0: of i'm in springfield so we and i are like an hour or so away oh, from okay. each other yeah, I think. So you, yeah
1: you know about the weather
0: yes oh, yeah yeah exactly and we may have a, a slightly way. different weather than each other but <laughs> generally you feel every season All and part. every day yeah
1: <laughs> it's funny how you like depending on who you follow on on instagram You get a weather forecast ahead of you. So like if I'm getting like crazy rain or snow, like Lee knows he's getting he's like three hours away. It's coming, yeah, yeah, it's It's coming coming. soon.
0: Yep. That's how we (laughs) feel. Like, um, like for my day job, they're based in Michigan. So I'll hear their weather, whatever's going on. I'm like, I know it's coming my way. It's like, yeah.
1: That's me with Adrian when she's like, oh, it's beginning some crazy storm. Like, ah, dang it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Brace for it.
1: Yep.
0: That's awesome. Well, we did a little bit of stalking on you to see when you first started, Uh but I'm assuming you must have been tinkering a little bit before this. We went down to 2016.
1: Yeah. So uh, I've been in some kind of making of some kind. I've always been into tools and fixing stuff up uh, since... I mean, since I was a kid, my parents always brought me up with, you know, I coming from Poland, uh, literally grew up during like while communism was wrapping up. So like the, the whole mindset was pretty much like you fix it because you're not going to get it (laughs) uh, or you can't afford it. So, you know, you fix, don't buy. That was always my mentality. So I I learned how to take stuff apart, break it and fix it. That's actually how I got into IT too, breaking computers and stuff. But, um, yeah, I I was always handy. I like tools. My dad was always trying to teach me how to use tools properly. And Uh, I started working construction in the summers and, um, you know, I showed up at a job site with a nice shiny tool belt and a a bag and they had me digging ditches and tarring roofs. It was, yeah, it was the worst. You were ready to do some
0: actual construction work, not just be the grunt.
1: (laughs) I just dug ditches and tarred roofs and did the two in the worst seasons possible. You know, I I was digging holes when the ground was frozen and I was tarring roofs in the summer. It was terrible. Or like just, you know, just grunt work. Mm -hmm. They just hit me hauling stuff, and picking stuff up. But uh, I learned how to use tools, how to be safe and not stupid, how to stay out of people's ways and uh, figure it out myself, because that's basically what everyone told you back then. And uh, we bought a house uh, back in, not this house, the previous house back in 2013. Yeah, 2013. And finally had a spot for my shop. And actually, my tools were in storage for about two years in our basement. Oh, wow. Couldn't really use them. if I wanted to use them, I had to haul them up to the second floor in a walk-up. It was a three-family house. Second floor, move them to the porch, do all the cutting stuff there, and then bring it back down to the basement when I was finished with the project. It was a nightmare. And it was one of those, like, uh, any miter saw is super heavy. yeah. So that's a pain in the butt. Were you renting, like, a condo
0: at the time or something? It was
1: just, like, a three-family house. So we had the entire second floor. Okay. and And I had the contractor DeWalt saw for, Mm -hmm. like, ever. And before that, I had a kind of a shop, but it was in my ex's parents' garage. We're working out yeah, of there. It doesn't I was work anymore. Out of
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: it doesn't really work. You know, we had a falling out, you could say. <laughs> <laughs> and um, my lease was up. Let's just put it that way. But um, so, Steven, <laughs>
0: <laughs> he, he just shifts the camera to <laughs> side. Like,
1: no, nope, doesn't exist. <laughs> but then we he moved knows. in into our house, and I started. Taken over the shop slowly. At first I had a corner and then I started moving further and further away. At the end of the seven years there, the entire garage was mine. Uh, (laughs) So it was nice. So that's when I started making more content around it and uh, posting on my Instagram, my personal one, I think a lot of us did the same thing. You post on your personal one, then you annoy enough family and you're like, you know what, I'm just going to do a separate one. And then within like, not even a year, I shifted my entire like online life to that Instagram. I don't think yeah. I even use my personal one anymore I because either. it's such a much more pure experience when you really niche down and you're not forced to follow friends and family because that's kind of the vibe of a personal Instagram or mm-hmm. Facebook. That's why I think is so popular because like you don't have to follow friends and family. No, you follow what you like, and Instagram's the same way. But a lot of us just follow friends and family, and unfortunately, you can have you know stuff you don't want to see. But yeah, that's long story <laughs> short. We'll that's just cut we'll that out. section out. He loves his family and he wants to see them all the time. I love them. I love family. I know, I, the I important know what you thing mean. about families. I yeah. love them. I don't like them.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, you, you, you got to love. I families. don't follow. You don't have to like them.
0: Pretty much anyone that I know from on Night Carver. It's very freeing. Yeah, it's
1: very freeing.
0: Yeah. Yep. No, yeah. I agree. I don't my personal one that I don't use. That's all friends and family. Absolutely. No, I totally yeah. get what you're saying. I just want to mess with you. <laughs> no, I but
1: I, I always say that like, you know, I love family. I don't have to like them. They're yeah. family.
0: <laughs> exactly. They're going to be part of your life if you follow They're them or, or not. Either. Yeah. Yeah. Thick or thin. When did you meet Emma?
1: I met Emma through my dentist True oh. story. Yeah. Back in 2012. I guess. Yeah. Cause we're, we're going to be hitting 10 years this year. Um, my dentist was just someone that I used to Lifeguard at, I used to lifeguard at their pool, their community pool. Okay. And they were nice. I taught their kids how to swim, known them for years. Uh, they became my dentist because I had a practice and I needed a dentist at the time. And she knew some of Emma's family and they were like out to dinner at the Short Hills Mall in, uh, in Jersey. And I was working at Apple back then at the retail location there. And my friend, my friend, my dentist uh, is like, no BS. She's like, hey, I have a girl you need to meet. And I was like, whatever. I'm single right now. I was, this is when my lease expired, let's say, uh, so I was <laughs> single at the time. And I'm yep. like, Hey, you know, I'm down, whatever. So she brought her over, introduced her like right in the store at the genius bar, which I had it for a second. And then the rest is history.
0: <laughs> I mean, how could yeah. you not fall in love with her? She's adorable. Of, of course.
1: Ironically, uh, she'll kill me for telling the story. Like the first like six months, I was basically trying to get out of the relationship. Cause I was like, no, I'm a single cool independent guy. Now. Like eh, I just finally got freed. I'm not going to get locked down. And uh, yeah, so we've just bought a house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I saw that with a double garage. Oh
1: My God, it's so nice. And it's but... like a
0: raised roof too.
1: So it's- so uh, door's magically moving ten... behind you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 10-ish <ten-ish laughs> foot ceilings. Uh, so I can swing like a full uh, four by eight sheet of plywood like on its corner. I could like swing it over if I'm trying oh, to- Oh, nice. It yeah, you it's don't so have to nice. worry about
0: like jabbing into the ceiling I don't hit the ceiling yet. or anything.
1: Yeah. I've actually installed some stuff in, cause I have access to the attic. I've put yep. my, I see the lasers behind you. So like my fume extraction yep. and my compressor are in my attic. Gotcha. So I don't hear them like at all. It's just like a hum oh, that's sound. nice. Yeah. So
0: nice I haven't hooked I this that. up at all yet. I was just telling Lee, he should come over and hang out and hook up my laser with me. <laughs> yes. like,
1: okay.
0: I'm going like, to be nice to have a buddy.
1: <laughs> that's a hundred percent how you get stuff done. I mean, look at yep. uh, Daniel Dunlap. He just got the um, spindle installed. And it was fine. What it took is someone in a community is being like, hey, I'll help you out. And they came over yep. and helped them out. Yep. you just need someone to like motivate you to do it.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, I had
1: it easy because Mike and Dan uh, flew out to me for maker camp. Uh, that's oh, actually yeah. when we all met yeah, the first yep. time. So uh, when they were out here. So we just wired mine up and it was, it was great. So sometimes yeah. you need that little nudge of community. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I'm like, I know I can do it. It's just so much more
1: fun if someone's with me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. It's boring. And you this got to shoot so your own content while you do it. Yeah,
2: you could just reach out, and you got five people willing to help.
1: I mean, Lee helped me with all my electrical. I had to bribe him with uh, with a place to stay and some good food, and that was <laughs> well. It. That's what he said, and then I offered to cook a nice
0: meal. <laughs> that's when my yeah, pitch came a, in.
1: <laughs> he's a big fan of Reds, so like, oh, oh yeah. well, my husband you want come Reds. Yeah, <laughs> there you go.
0: See now I know. <laughs> so you've always been techie, then, like if you you worked at Apple and everything too, so like. That's just really been part of your life.
1: I worked at Apple. I worked in like PC IT of some kind or always supported people since I was shoot like 13, 14 years old. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've just always been in it. I mean, I'm sitting in front of four screens right now and like a full, like light setup, cameras, everything. Like, I'm just, I'm a nerdy guy. I've always like techie things. That's why I like tools too, because there's so many cool features to tools and figuring out different ways to use them and whatnot. So, just, you know, made sense especially with now with 3d printing lasers cnc all that it's it's combining the two things that i love uh into one
0: yeah so How many i was gonna say have? a lot of yeah. the things
2: you do are half techie and half tool
1: exactly like yeah I love, and the 3D I, printing. I love my employees you know i just have to direct them and then they just work mm-hmm. on their own it's the best no vacation days no nothing <laughs> they're constantly you got some running more on the, the way our, uh... what was that oh, sorry you got yeah. more on the way uh, yes. So yeah, they're there. So now I'm getting to that point where for a while I was running my 3d printers uh, almost nonstop, uh, because I was just not keeping up with the orders, especially around the holidays. That's always when it hits me and I order more and they don't come until January after the rush. Yep. Uh, now I have enough to where like, I can print a bunch for like three, four days and then take like a week off from printing oh, and occasionally nice. just like fulfill some stuff that I don't have in stock. Um, but now I'm getting, so I have four printers. I just bought a fifth one. That's an Ender. It's a different model. All, all my printers are Prusas, uh, which are from the Czech Republic. And, uh, I actually just ordered three more. So two more of the Mark threes and a mini, and I still have my Prusa XL on order that was released last year, but it won't be available till like the summer. So this thing's going to oh, be wow. a monster and they're super expensive. So I'm going to go this year. I will probably have nine to 10 printers by the end of the year.
0: That's fantastic, but you have of, the bonkers. need for it though, right? You have, you're doing well I do. with yeah. Etsy and stuff. So
1: like right now with the four printers I have, I could, I could sustain, I could absolutely sustain, mm-hmm. but I can't grow. And I'm also, um, I'm tied at the hip to that print shop. Like I have to yep. be down there constantly swapping stuff out, getting stuff shipped out. Uh, having more machines is buying time back to me and mm-hmm. it's all paid for by the machine. The, the printer's literally paid for most of my, For all the three D printers, most of my woodworking equipment, um, it's it's been nice because I accidentally pivoted my business from woodworking to making. You know, it was a happy little accident. You never know what's gonna take off. So
3: Mm
1: I am very happy with it. That's something I really want. I want to get into more small scale manufacturing stuff because it's it's good money and you can you know batch out a lot of stuff, but also make cool stuff and solve problems, you know, for building furniture and things like that is awesome. I love building furniture. I haven't had as much time or like kind of desire to build it lately, but you know, I love solving problems and selling solutions to people. Cause that yeah. just, you can make so many people happy with that for not a lot of money. It's a very low cost of entry for smiles. That's the way I look <laughs> at it.
0: That's fantastic. What, uh, what's the best problem you solved so far? You think.
1: Uh, it, I don't know it's hard to say i i mean i'd say the the battery and tool holders it's not even a new concept but like i sold so many of them yeah there are thousands of them out there at this point um awesome, and dude. you know awesome. i've i've helped people organize their shops in some way that makes me happy that makes me feel very good about what i do because i i have a problem about like i can't print junk like I, you can print very cool, fun stuff, like toys figurines, whatever, like whatever yeah. on printers. I just have trouble printing stuff that I'll go like, oh, that's awesome. And then it just sits there and right, I never and touch collect it. collects yep. Yeah, it's super cool and I love it, but like, I'm a visual person. I could just see it and like, wow, that's awesome. I don't need to make it. Mm-hmm. What I love making is stuff that's gonna like solve a problem for me or make something I'm gonna use all the time or whatever, like that just makes my day. So knowing that I can help organize people's shops a little bit And we're all guilty of this we're all guilty of like having disorganized shops or not having a place to like oh yeah you know drills drivers whatever you know we're i still haven't built like a charge proper charging station ironically so i just put up my battery holders and threw that up there and like okay cool like this actually solves me solves a problem yeah even though i want to go above and beyond for now it's great
3: yeah so
0: i just organized thank goodness (laughs) because i was that person help let me know i know right i got you but like i had drills everywhere and and things like everywhere like my supplies were there's some in that basket oh i know i put that over here and so now it's all on the wall and i'm like elated like
1: honestly watching (laughs) you like get everything set up it's so nice to because when you don't have to throw as much out yeah because you have it organized and you can keep it for when you need it Mm -hmm. you know people say like oh you got to throw throw out junk you don't need like no you might need this especially if you're a maker or an artist right you're going to need it. <laughs> You're gonna oh find yeah, I saved
0: a ton of stuff. I only got rid of things that like were gross by now. I've saved it for too long. Yes. And it is no longer of value. Like I have these drawing inks that I absolutely loved, but you could just see they had like dried and caked around the mm. containers. It's like,
1: oh <laughs> and When no. it separates and you can see it. Yes.
0: Yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> it was like, I should have done a video of like, like boys cement. Men. It's so hard to like go or something, but it was, <laughs> Oh, to say goodbye.
1: <laughs> like when you buy a finish and then like, you forget about it oh, yes. and then you find it like a year later, like, oh, there, there goes the other seven eighths of this giant can of polyurethane, cool. You do the but shake.
2: You, <laughs> you buy another one and then you go to put it away and there's the, <laughs> a full one that's yep. gone bad. I just did
1: that with uh, the gallon of glue. Oh. Like, oh, that's, cause I went to put it on a shelf. I'm like, oh, there's no room. Where would I put overflow glue? Oh, down here. Ah, oh, Dang it, Bobby. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Guilty again of things that we do yep. as makers, <laughs> not have a proper supply list written down or something.
1: It'll come in handy eventually.
0: Yeah, it will.
2: I need Your clear cabinet in. doors. So I can actually oh, don't, see don't, what's don't in there. get
1: dusty. But,
0: and then you can actually see what's in there too. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, not that good
1: of a thing.
2: <laughs> I want to see, see, but I don't want to see.
1: Yeah. The nice thing about that, uh, that though is like, if you're successful in a craft, you do a hobby you have, you're probably fortunate enough to make some money with it and be okay. You're not actually drowning. And you know, there's hobbies that people just like dump money into and don't get anything back, which is also fine. But like all of us make money with our hobbies. So Like when we overbuy supplies or anything, a lot of times when we have somebody over, we're like, oh, you know what? Yeah, you got to try this finish. You know what? Take, keep it. I, yeah. I haven't used it in a while. You, you're going to use it. You're going to use it now. I wouldn't for a couple of months. It's going to go bad. Go for it. So it's a nice way to like just pass it along to the community i do it all the time
0: i sold my cnc and when i when they came to pick it up i gave them everything plus a few bits to try and a little bit of this like i was giving them like bits i had used before just i'm like they still life to them there's still life to them I'm like
1: give them a second home
0: yeah well because you want someone to be able to like take that machine home and throw carve on it right away and like you know you can't just go into the store and get some of these tools that we use you have to special order them so yeah,
1: when Lee knows, because yeah. I paid him for the electrical work yeah. with my CNC.
0: Yeah, I see, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. <Huh?
1: But> like <laughs> now has a home. <laughs> yeah, and a lesson. Yeah, but like yeah. Lee, Lee is killing it now on a CNC. He's doing great. So getting there. But, but you are. I mean, you're yeah. you're way above where you were a couple months ago. Oh, absolutely. To to give yeah. that machine a second home, and a, one of my peers the knowledge that they need to make something awesome. Mm-hmm. And like him and Danielle are way more creative than I am. Emma's very creative. I'm not. I'm actually, I think it's straight lines and right corners or right, whatever, angles.
0: <laughs> no, it makes sense. You're into organizing. We, we were mentioning, um, well, Lee actually pointed out when we were stalking earlier that you kind of came out and one of the first couple of posts, it was about organizing your shop. <laughs> like it's been something that's been with you for I a guys very were long deep. time.
1: Oh you guys yeah. Were real deep. Oh, my. oh
2: you, had, you were hot gluing. The, the screw that was yes. in the drawer to the face yeah, of the drawer. No.
1: I, Genius. I, I still use those drawers, but they're <laughs> my print shop now. But I still like will occasionally in a box find a screw with a dap of glue on it with <laughs> one flat side. And I was like, oh man, this brings me back. That was my display screw. That was my display <laughs> screw, the chosen one or the bent one or the stripped one.
0: Right. <laughs> So you're finding more passion right now with the 3D printing? You think because because of the whole solving problem thing, or
1: I am, and you know, this is a very weird topic for me because I'm trying to find a way to do less, mm-hmm. um, and I have a lot of. Perhaps you guys can help me with this. But I have a lot of difficulty with describing or defining what I'm trying to do because I'm trying to make it not sound like I'm lazy, but I'm basically trying to do the same amount of uh, output or make the same amount of money or whatever with doing the same amount or less of work. It's not a laziness thing. I will, if I have, it's
0: an efficiency thing.
1: I have 18 hours in a day to fill. I will fill them. Yeah, yeah. But I want to be more efficient. And I think i like 3d printing and all that, because that's, it's, it's printing money in a way, you know, it's printing money, just like a CNC or laser. Same thing. You're printing, cutting money, um, with very minimal input from you or, usually very minimal input, sometimes just a little bit of cleanup, sometimes a little bit of assembly. Yeah. But like with 3D printing, especially, a lot of these things I print and they're ready for packaging. So That's
0: awesome. Yeah. it allows
1: me to do the same amount of uh, income, if not more, it's constantly growing. Thank goodness, it, knock on wood, hopefully it'll stay that way. And it, it's allowing me to step away from doing commission jobs to try to pay, and like uh, basically subsidize my hobby and all the other stuff we want to mm-hmm. do and all the cool projects we want to do and being able to buy cool supplies to mess around with. And it's allowing me to just like now have fun. So now we're actually like trying to do fun projects and like planning out some stuff for the summer where like That's Emma's great. gonna be available a lot more. She's, as you guys know, always been very involved in my shop. i you know, mm-hmm. she's always in the background, always yep. next to me, you know, she's not woodworking or 3D printing. It's Peter and Emma, yeah.
3: you know, she's I always in your wanted life. that to be, yep.
1: exactly. And she's a huge part. Yeah. She was at workbench con, maker camp, all of those. Uh, and she loves it too, because. I mean, the people in the community are awesome. So yeah. everyone just yep. gets long. So I I'm leaning more towards the 3D printing and laser stuff. And I'm actually trying to incorporate that more into my content. And I'm seeing very stagnant growth right now. And I think it's because I'm pivoting and it's not so much I'm the same boat as you right now. Yeah, I mean, it's look, so at, look at my
0: pivot. I was carving and painting every week. Yeah. And now I'm like, I'm DIYing a room right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm doing work. <laughs> Like, cause like I am in a transition period of life. So it is a weird, weird phase.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to be also not rewarded for the work you put in. If you're putting in the same amount of work or now that we've gotten better at the craft of being content creators to grow even less per post or whatever, it it hurts. It does. It really hurts. I've been at 20. I was like, I think I went to 24 K or whatever, uh, like, back in like August and I'm at just, like 25 or so, whatever. It's like, basically I've grown a thousand in six months. That's embarrassing. I've had months where I've grown a thousand, yeah. you know but like I'm, yeah, I'm not posting every single day or whatever, but like I'm posting, I'm doing stories every day. I'm posting, I'm being active in a community and I'm not seeing the growth. So like, all right, it's either I'm pivoting Instagram has changed which we know has changed a little bit. Yeah. Um or just my content's not that good which whatever maybe it's just not good for the the audience that I already have. Um so it's a little tough right now. You know we're trying to keep pushing through it and I am trying to get a little more loosey-goosey with like you know what no this is what i do i do 3d printing and this and that and i take i say
0: too though it's also the weather is getting nicer so people are off their phones more yeah, we that have too. to think about that too because that's an outer force that is something that we can't predict like once the weather gets nice people aren't on their phone all day they're like i was out playing basketball with my kids normally we would be watching tv and i'd probably be on the phone or something you know like
1: People are this happened, like The last more. two
2: years, everybody's been stuck at home on their mm-hmm. phones and
1: computers. Yep. <laughs> Remember the first time they like lifted the lockdown like last year around this time. Yeah.
0: Nobody was on Instagram I, I mean, anymore.
1: Our podcast numbers dipped too. It was like a visible dip. We're like, what happened? Like, oh yeah, yep. they like unlocked the US. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
0: Yep. And that's yeah. And that's things we'll have to get used to because people will come back to the media they were consuming. But when things are changing, when COVID is lifting and when weather is getting nicer, we're just off our phones more. And that's what I've been trying to tell myself too, is like, remember (laughs) you're in transition, but also everyone is, we're all coming out of COVID, probably going back into COVID (laughs) soon enough, but like, we're in a light, like, we there's people, let's go have fun stage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Let's enjoy it before we get locked down again.
1: Exactly. So
0: there's, there's outer things too.
1: Yeah. But no, like you're absolutely right. And I think one thing that I've been, I've been enjoying now, I don't know if it's helping me grow in any way, but that's actually hyper-focusing on a part of the business and growing it to be as automated and as hands-off as possible. So like I've been tweaking my Etsy listings, trying to figure that stuff out, plan some digital files and whatnot. Um, And it's not like, it's baby steps. I'm constantly doing baby steps because I'm the kind of person that like, I need to have everything planned out. I need to have 100% of it planned out of my head before I start. And that cripples me. So I need to then take baby steps, take a little, okay, a little chunk of it. Like today I'm gonna finish this digital file. I'm not gonna upload it anything. I'm not gonna make a massive list of to-dos. I'm just gonna do a little thing. So I've been doing a lot of baby steps and I've been talking about doing administrative over like the last month. And it's all these little things that are helping me actually step away from my 3D printing business for longer periods of time while it's still performing at the same level. Because I wanna now pivot back to the shop and focus on the laser and CNC. Yeah. My CNC hasn't run in like a month and a half. It's kind of embarrassing, but <laughs> you know, it, it now that that's good, then I can focus on something else. And then yeah. once I have some files and things automated for that and I have processes in place for, let's say, cutting up some templates and whatnot, that I've been cutting templates for years and I just don't have any of them listed. So once those are done, I can focus on a laser and kind of keep doing things to grow my business incrementally and also have content around it, but it's constant pivoting while
0: working a full-time job
1: while working a full-time job. There's that too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, exactly. It's very valuable time. Like we all have jobs. We all have to focus on that. And then we still want to put our energy to something else that's going to better us. And, and it's where we enjoy ourselves. So it is a hard balance, like trying to find the time to fit it all in.
1: And I, i feel like the whole concept of going full time is almost like a dirty term to me because people always ask me like so are you going to be like going full time woodworking or full time going to full time meaning like what full time what yeah. i i want to step away from my job and replace my income full time i don't want to be a full time furniture maker yeah. as much as i like doing that i don't want to have to deal with that i want my money to work for me in a way i want my business to work for me if i'm building furniture I'm, I'm the business I'm working yeah. for my business yep. and I respect everyone that does it. That's amazing. That's incredible. Uh, I look up to a lot of those people, but like, I'm trying to pivot in a different way. I want to spend more time with cool people like you guys, being right. able to create content, uh, hang out, encourage people, get encouraged, find mentors, be a mentor, all that, as opposed to be stuck in my shop all day.
0: That makes sense. Lee, did you mention something about, and
1: feel free to answer this,
0: you teach too sometime in your life? Yeah. Uh, yes, the actually. space,
1: right? Yeah. So I taught at a woodworking school for about two two and a half years, uh, and before that, I've done some little like workshops with friends and family. But I used to teach a uh, uh, intro to furniture making class, cutting board class, milling class, certifications. Because you know, with wow. those maker places, a lot of them you have to like, even if you're seasoned, you have to like take a class to like make Got sure you. you're good. Right. Yeah. A safety
0: um, course and everything. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I see see how you react to the tools. You know what you're actually doing. Exactly. Because yeah, yeah. there's
1: some people that would be a little sketchy with it, you know? Um, And then I taught like on certain Saturdays would be these like kind of massive classes of just like DIYers. It was like construction grade pine, you know, glue, yep. nail gun, sander, stain, like no pre-stain, just stain. <laughs> and it was Go like, it was, it. it was fun. You know, people were having fun with it and that's all that mattered. Yeah. Real woodworkers would have been like, oh, but there's people that took that class and then took the next class and then took the next class and, and like, just kept growing. And just kept growing. Some yeah. of them even started teaching at the school there. Uh, the school, cool. unfortunately, uh, actually was uh, part of a, because it was a massive old warehouse in Hoboken, New Jersey. And there was a fire and it took out most of the building oh, uh, between the water damage and the smoke damage. So they unfortunately got shut down. But, um, you know, I don't want to speak ill in any way, but the, the one of the reasons I left was The equipment was becoming, it was coming to a state of disrepair Mm -hmm. and the maintenance was lacking and help was being offered by myself and other employees there, Um, but it was not taken up. Right. So not not
0: reinvesting into their business. Sadly, it was the tools were falling apart. Yeah. Yeah. And it was
1: not safe when you had people like having to like shove a piece of wood through the saw because they got too thin of a curved blade and they're using a standard driving knife type stuff. Or the blade is super dull, so it's burning all the pieces, yeah. and we have to sand way more. It was like little things like that. And I was like, this is just not safe. I don't feel good about this kind of teaching. Yeah. So, uh, but I still love teaching. <laughs> it's great.
0: No, but you can tell, like, like, you're always trying to mentor people. I was saying, like, one of the first times I was really introduced to talking to you was on Clubhouse, because I don't think we talked before that. Like, I knew. No, about that's when we met. Yeah, 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 I say we knew each other, of but yeah. that's how we met exactly. And like we always were just sharing tips with each other, you, you know, you and then Emma would come on, and we'd all have like it was really nice to like meet you. I'm like, oh my God, this guy is so awesome. Like, I didn't know, <laughs> like, <laughs> not to brag about you, but no, but seriously, uh, I love that about you. I think it's a great feature that you're always just like, and I think Lee said it too. You're always like championing behind people, always rooting for them to win. It's It's cool.
1: And part of it is because I have a hard time with people around me succeeding. I think a lot of us do when you see a friend of yours or colleague or coworker, like kill it with something that you do as well, or you think you could do better, yeah. it could be challenging. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I've always had trouble with. I'd be like, Oh, like, you know, this person starts making 3d printing stuff. And like, well, like he's got all these sales and whatever. Like, I'm like, why am I getting mad? Like you know, doesn't, it doesn't hurt me in any way. Like, you know, that's one example. Like I've definitely gotten over that over the last couple of years, but I find the best way for me to do something about it is to just actively audibly make it known to myself and everyone else around me. Like, that is awesome. Like I just saw an Etsy class uh, yesterday to people that some of them sell the exact same stuff I sell. And like, I was telling them like, yes, do that, do this, you know, you're not going to take food away from my family or whatever. I'm not going to starve because you're selling this item. It's fine. I I hope you sell so much that you have to rethink your whole life and and grow your business. That's the goal, you know? So it, I have to act. And again, it's not like I'm just like always like jealous of people, but it's just like good for me. It's like a little exercise I do. Like I celebrate the little things around me when I see someone do good or do well, or somebody's post blow up. My first reaction now is like, F yeah, like yeah. heck yeah, this is awesome. Uh, instead of being like mm, man, man, my boost, because <laughs> like why why are you gonna be down in the dumps over someone else's success? You're either celebrating with them or you're getting left behind. No, you know, it, might as well might as well champion them, might as well help them out, might as well motivate them. And sometimes people just need a nudge, like you know, to come over and help you organize a wall of stuff or or hook up a laser. <laughs>
0: We'll get Lee over here, don't worry. Yeah.
2: Or some some ribs
0: or... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll pay
1: f- with food.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and smiles. <Yeah. laughs> don't forget the smiles. Don't
1: forget the smiles. <laughs> you know, you mentioned uh Carlina and Pat earlier. Like we had them over. We invited them uh I saw workbench, that workbench gone because we had to drive up, we were driving up and they were flying. So we had a bunch of like total boat, which you can't fly with. Right. So we drove it up and invited them up to just hang out with us. We hung out all day. They they live like two hours away and they left at like 1130 at night. And we I were basically, that. it was just us like mutually screaming at each other. And like me screaming at like how they should like grow and pivot their business and what they need to focus on and what's making money. And they're like yelling at me. And I'm like, you got to be consistent. You got to keep posting, like have more fun with it. So like we were definitely helping each other out because everyone's got their own strengths and weaknesses and it's yeah. good to get another perspective and also be open to it. They've been really you, killing
0: it with their content lately. Too, they so are so that's great. They're absolutely the killing it. You to keep going, keep posting. I was
1: screaming at Carlyna like, yeah. you should be charging double. What are you doing? This is the, this for this much? No more <laughs> And then I would like text her for the next week. Like happy, right? A uh, pr- uh, price raising day or whatever. Cause I told her like, <laughs> within a week, raise your prices.
0: <laughs> I love that. That's so great. They, um, uh, when they were on like I had them on the, the show and stuff. And he was essentially yelling at her that she needs to pull out her phone more because she doesn't record enough of what they do. So that was cute too. Because they are doing the same thing because uh, we were asked like, you know, what is the one thing that bothers you about the other person?
1: Oh, that's a loaded question.
0: <laughs> it is, but it was, it was interesting because it was like, because she doesn't film what she does enough. He's like, I love what she does. She doesn't film it enough. <laughs> that was cute.
1: Yeah. For me, it's I film. I try to film everything and then I forget to edit it. I'll go through my phone sometimes to like find an old photo and I go like, oh my God, I shot like 30 photos and a bunch of video for this one thing I never posted. So or, yeah. consistency.
0: We're posting about it enough. That's that's another hard thing.
1: And sometimes you feel like you're posting too much. Like I have mm-hmm. a dust collector in my shop right now. I'm super excited, but I feel like I'm just posting that for the last three days. But you know, and then I'm like, yeah, screw it. <laughs> I'm gonna have fun with it. <laughs>
0: I was talking to Lee about that before we came on. <laughs> I said it reminds me of like Darth Helmet. <laughs> like I'm just thinking, I was like, you need some little logos on there and stuff because it's just so badass. Like it's just just giant intimidating yep. looking thing. Like
1: everyone keeps saying it's like the like Darth Vader or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, <laughs> or a spaceship it, for the it's cat. It's such a
2: tactical looking machine. It, it is, is. Yeah. but it
1: like it just it functions so well like I looked at I did so much research and color was like a pro in it you know the color and the look and whatnot Mm -hmm. but just like everything is so packed like compacted in there Mm -hmm. there isn't like two separate things that are completely separate and you know most dust collectors you'll have this like wide base with the two bags or whatever and then the like the hose comes out the front or the side however you look Mm -hmm. at it it's like so inconvenient So this one being able to like run straight because then I can run piping all along the wall and stuff. So these little things that were like, okay, this checkbox, checkbox. I was looking at like Oneida's and other ones, but you know, you do your research, you ask enough people and and I would, I like Laguna. I've been working with them for a while. So I was like, Hey, when is this in stock? Cause I want it. (laughs) So I, I like basically put my name down, uh, to buy one, like back in September and in January, they're like, Hey, they're in stock. I'm like, take my money. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: cool though. And yeah, it, I did the same thing when I was buying this laser. I asked everybody, so what's the pros and cons of your machine? Yeah. How's the customer serve? I was like that annoying person for like two months straight. I think I talked about it on clubhouse every day.
1: <laughs> yeah, you need to Pull the community because you're yeah. also not always going to get honest answers. If you ask me, I will give you very honest answers uh, off stories. You know, in stories, yeah. I have a rule of I will say nothing but nice things or nothing at all. And I tell this to the brands when I work with them. I say, like, yeah. just so you know, I will take your product. If it's not, doesn't work for me, I just will not say anything. Yeah. You will not hear a single story and I'll be happy to send it back to you. Just send me posted, whatever. Like I'll send it back to you, you know, but if someone asks me like, Hey, what do you think of this for this? I tell them straight up, whether it's, yeah. you know, Laguna, Infinity, whatever, any of the stuff that I've gotten for free or paid full price or whatever, I'll give you the honest pros and cons, mm-hmm. but I have a fairly positive outlook on stuff. Like I don't see little things being off as like a deal breaker. Some people lose their mind over like a little thing being wrong. Like I always have to do this or doing that. And I'm like, well, that's kind of the quirk of the machine you know it vibrates a lot it's like that's part of the thing you know you have to tighten screws whatever
0: yeah i'm just thinking of my x-carve with
1: that <laughs> i'm like is... that's one like you know with the shape vocal, <laughs> having to like yep. occasionally tighten the belts and whatnot like but it's just maintenance the same thing yeah. with like getting the Prusas versus like the ender the 3d printers the enders i just bought one for a hundred dollars my my Prusa's were 750 as a kit, meaning they just ship me screws and rails and everything you to up, everything get, yourself. Okay. Yeah, so it's like it's ten times the cost. It's fully assembled is as a thousand, like ten times the cost. You're getting ten times the value. I do zero maintenance on those things. Oh, you know, cool. it's basically a saw stop of printers. Yeah, that's the way I look at it. Or I've
0: heard, I've heard the name. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny because I, I was telling Lee the same thing. Is like uh, as we were getting the higher up your page, I'm like, oh.
1: The fancy tools are making their way in.
0: (laughs) You'd see the progression.
1: Yes, that's something that some of my, I guess, newer followers don't really know is I used to restore tools, a lot of tools. Like all of my tools initially were either ones I bought, like you know the true blue Ryobi old school ones. That that was my first. that's still my jigsaw, man. Yeah, I had all. I had the full like you know the the homeowner special kit where it comes mm-hmm. like, with like six of the things and one of them's a flashlight cause I don't know why, uh, with an actual bulb, not even LEDs, good old school stuff, you know? Yeah. So I started with that and my, my DeWalt uh, table saw, the little contractor table saw, and every other tool that I got after that, every dust collector, uh, you know, circular saws, uh, my track saw was secondhand, my first one, my joiner, everything, all these tools were bought, most of them completely brown and orange from the rust. Mm-hmm. Uh, some wouldn't even start up, you know, in most cases I wanted to at least have a, the the uh, motor turnover and all of those tools are now in our community here locally. And I know where all of them are because I've, I sold them back to the people I know. You know awesome. So yeah. it was great. Cause like it helped me get started. And now I'm able to afford better tools that I dang right. I'm going to do it.
0: That's how all mine are. I got them at like marketplace and stuff like that. Yes. You know, sure. I even yeah. got a couple I, free because I told them my story of what I was doing and they're like, just take it. I'm like,
1: Thank yeah, you. I've had people throw stuff in before. Yeah. It's so nice. You know, yeah. A lot of times I would go in and I'd get lucky a couple of times and somebody was like, someone passed away or they're moving on mm-hmm. from the hobby and they're like selling everything. And I'd be like, uh, this much for everything. They'd be like, yeah, well, go ahead. You know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome. Cool. You're doing like, them a like, favor. <laughs> exactly. The the guy that I bought my Powermatic table saw from the PM 2000, it's like the big, uh, cabinet saw that like, I mean, it's kind of like the, the Cadillac of cars as they call it. Yeah you know, for a while before saw stop, I got it for 600 bucks because the guy was just moving to Virginia and he just, he couldn't bring it. His back was bad and he, he just didn't yeah, want to deal with it.
0: Convenience, yeah. You, you yeah. basically gave him money to take a problem off. His I hand.
1: helped yeah. him to yeah. take that. And I bought a bunch of the lumber he had there. So I got a bunch of cherry just, and stuff for like chump change. And he's like, Hey, you're helping me out. You're getting all this stuff out of my house. I'm like mm-hmm. awesome. I put in two twenty in my old shop just for that saw. And it was the beginning of the end.
0: Worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause now you can have bigger things. <laughs> yes. Now
1: I have 220 everywhere. I'm so yeah. happy about it.
0: <laughs> oh, that's right. Cause yeah. Is that what you did Lee when you went over? Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lee, Lee hooked it up and Lee and, and he taught me a lot about, you know, I know, I knew a little bit of electrical I've done electrical before, but he taught me all the stuff that I really needed to know All the safety stuff, all the how to save time and whatnot. And uh, like now I have to actually probably have to add a 220 outlet for that uh, the desk collector when I converted to because it's 110 right now converting it to 220 and I know exactly what to do because I got Lee you know he's helped me out that's awesome appreciate you <laughs>
2: <laughs> we help each other out that's what we do
1: yeah yeah exactly that's like, funny I I like hit up Danielle all the time Lee's wife <laughs> like <laughs> I'll just call her instead of Lee because I know Lee's probably doing something or whatever I'll just call you Danielle and just I'll walk her in the something. house she'll be like Pete says hi I'm like <laughs> I was calling you, <laughs> like yelling at her about etsy or yeah. asking her a question about some like vital like, that I need she's to so use.
0: funny <laughs> she's great
1: she's yeah. such a riot yeah. having them over was was just so, such a blast
0: love it you guys get around lee yeah
1: we
2: yeah, made some awesome awesome friends the yeah. community. i
1: love it i mean that's the best part about this community like mm-hmm. 20 years ago meeting somebody on the internet was creepy now i know some of my no all All of my closest (laughs) friends are online and some of them i have never met yet yeah and some of them don't even live on this continent that's the crazy thing and i know more about them than i know about some of my family members bonkers like i can call lee one of my best friends you know like we talk all the time i talk to daniel all the time we support each other and that's the best part about this community but the thing is if you don't put that into the community you're not going to get it back no you have to be active in some way for sure so, and sometimes it's hard, obviously, you know, we all, we all get busy and stuff. That's why I try to, I try to take these friendships off of, um, off of Instagram as quickly as possible. If I can, yeah. you know, try to like share my number or get their number or whatever, if I need help, which is they super smart.
0: Cause none of us have each other's numbers. Like I, I have yours now because of that, yeah. you do, you do do that. You're right. You do take yeah. it off of Instagram pretty quick.
1: Oh, um, it's also like it's smart. a lot of messages on Instagram, so many messages, so many people talking yeah. and it's easy to like lose track of stuff. Like Lee will send me stuff sometimes and I'll like like it three days later. (laughs) You know, if I know
2: something's time sensitive, I'll just text him.
1: Yeah, (laughs) just go straight (laughs) to the source.
3: Yeah,
2: waste time or whatever. I'm
1: very loosey goosey. If you text me or or call me, like I'm never gonna get upset. If you have my number, it's for a reason. You have it because I gave it to you, you know, or someone I trust gave it to you. Anyways, my number is, no, (laughs) I'm (laughs) kidding.
0: For any advice that you may need,
1: his number is. (laughs) Imagine I just rattled off Lee's number from memory
2: <laughs> <laughs> i don't you would think make I remember so many any people happy
3: <laughs> i think i it.
2: memorized two numbers in the last <laughs> 20 years you don't
3: yeah. have to remember i still oh, don't remember Emma. emma's
0: i don't know my husband's number either Phones <laughs> there's a nine and a five in there somewhere
2: yeah, i remember my parents house <laughs> number <laughs> and like my right. neighbor yeah yeah
3: <laughs>
0: No, I, I love that, uh, that Emma's in everything that you do. I love that Danielle's always in everything. I recently finally got my husband to start showing his face and things
1: Notice. slowly
0: pulling him to the dark side. I
1: think he wasn't real.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. Well, that's so funny. Cause like it does, it does feel like I had like some mystery husband because he wasn't in anything. And I'm like, I'm like, what's the big deal of just putting your face out there? I'm like, get involved. And he likes it. Like it, workbench con was his first experience meeting everybody. And like, I had forewarned, him, like, please don't be angry. If I just start chatting with everybody and walk away, I'm like, I don't mean to, (laughs) it just might happen.
1: It just (laughs) happens.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I had, I kind of had a feeling.
1: (laughs) And that's the thing, like, especially with WorkbenchCon and MakerCamp too. It's just a bunch of awkward, like shut-ins that, you know, had trouble connecting with people outside. So they started connecting with people online. And then like, mm-hmm. here we are five, 10 years later, we're all meeting in person and we're still like awkward, but like, we're, we all know each other because of the internet. Cause yeah. that's really what it is. Like you see, you meet some of these like big accounts and like, they're not that outgoing. They're not whatever, but like, you love them all the same. We're all just yeah. like, cause we know each other. We're all friends. At least mm-hmm. most of us.
0: Some of us are better on camera than we are in person too. I noticed too. Like, some people, yeah, yeah. It, it it's funny though, when you meet that, cause like you can see like they're outgoing on camera, but maybe not as a person. And I commend those people to come out and, and they're pushing yeah. themselves to, to, to be more outgoing. Like I saw some of that at WorkbenchCon and that, to me, I thought that was great. I'm like, that's somebody who's pushing themselves to grow. You know, so yeah. I
1: think there's cool. There's a lot of very quiet people in a community. I mean, even like uh, like Tamar from 3 by 3 Customs mm-hmm. is a very shy person. But yeah. like she seems super outgoing in her videos, like you wouldn't think it. But you know, she's, yeah. she's a little shy.
3: Yeah. Uh,
1: another one is oh my god, I I met Ashley Harwood. Yeah, Yo, did you? Uh, she's like first of all the most genuinely nice person ever, quiet as a mouse. But in her videos, like I mean, she's quiet in her videos, but she seems like so much more confident. She's teaching outgoing. though, yeah, yeah. yeah well, she's, she's when she's she teaching when she's in her element, definitely yep. like she's in her element. Um, but I was like, wow, you're like you're so reserved and like you you're. Kind of bigger than most of these accounts put together. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so.
0: Yeah. Interesting. You get to be somebody else when the camera's on. Yeah. And
1: you know? It, it's usually a, a, another good version of ourselves.
0: Exactly. In and cer- enhanced, heightened. Yeah.
1: In certain cases, very rare cases, you know, people turn into different people.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, I, I haven't really had a bad experience with anyone, but I've definitely met some people and I was like, oh, you're different. Like not bad, but it's like you're different. Yeah. That's the way I remember you.
0: (laughs) I'm pretty much the same exact person as I am right here. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I think the three of us are fairly like our baseline is the the same.
0: Yeah. I'm actually just starting to show who I am on the internet and I don't know if people can handle it. We'll see.
1: (laughs) Well, because for a while it was just your art. It was. That was your your that was me. Account was your art. It wasn't Mm -hmm. really you. But, um, I, you know, I always say like you, online the social media part of it, you're the product. Yeah. You know, you're making the stuff you're behind yep. it or whatever. Like you showing it off is way better than no great, not to see anyone that just posts their finished products or whatever, but like, you guys are all beautiful. Show your faces. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's
0: true. Even, um, like my painting videos, they used to like, wow, people, but then I just got so used to seeing it. Like, it's still like. Oh, wow. That's cool. But like, they don't, they stop performing too. It's interesting how like it was working for you and then, Oh no, you have to pivot. Like Instagram makes you stretch and push yourself because if you're just doing the same thing over and over again, you're not going to go anywhere. I mean, some people do, but there's definitely causing that
1: (laughs) Yeah, TikTok is making people pivot real hard and rethink how they're doing things because Instagram, it went, you know, from like photos to like a lot of like finished video like very polished whatever and then mm-hmm. the people are still not showing themselves a lot uh first time nice. i was really like made aware of it is when we had sarah listy on our podcast and i like looked at her page like prepping beforehand like stockton just like you guys did with me and yeah yeah every single photo or video she's front and center
0: i actually heard I that like, she yeah she did wow. it on purpose
1: yeah and i'm like well, you know what, it doesn't take anything away from anything she's doing. It's also not done, and I don't mean to offend anyone, but it's not done in like a, I'm a sexy woodworker type of way or whatever, which there's a It's bunch look of drama at me, use this miter community. saw. Yeah, it, yes, but like, no, it's like, it's her being generally, yeah. like, she's also one of just the nicest, coolest people out there, uh, and I was like, you're just doing it really well, it's so subtly like you're in all the photos, you're doing all the projects. It's you, 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 you is the brand. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like the people that use their name uh, as their, as their, as their um, I think account Johnny. basically. Yeah. Yeah. I actually just had this conversation with Paul Jackman. He changed his photo to his face.
3: Mm-hmm. I was like,
1: I thought that was a really good conscious move for you. And he's like, yeah, people are recommending it. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm like, no, I think this is brilliant. Cause like you are the product. Right. You don't make a thing. You make things, but like it doesn't it's nobody. Not about that. It's I don't you. know
0: if people even care about his logo anymore at this point because it is it's him. Yeah.
1: yeah. Everyone yeah. knows he he's a household name amongst all of us. You know, yeah. that's why like you have to make a brand for yourself. We all know it. Like you have to have some kind of logo or recognizable thing. Mm-hmm. But then at the end of the day, everyone needs to recognize your face. Yeah. They don't need to, but they should. You know, you, everyone's awesome in their own right. And I don't care how you look. Just show your face, make some friends.
0: There are camera shy folks. I get that. I, know. I get it.
1: I used to be one of them. <laughs> I used to be one of them. And you and now
2: definitely he posts encouraged music videos. me. <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't do that in front of people. <laughs> Tell I mean, you look that. at what you're doing yeah. now. Yeah. You're like, doing
1: full blown videos of yeah. you dancing around and being silly, <laughs> not not caring at all. And that's the best.
2: If you had told me a couple of years ago, I'd be doing that. No way, you know,
1: but it's working for you and it's fun and the community likes it. It's like become a thing, you know, plus it's yeah, helping yeah. you grow. Who cares at the end of the day, yeah. if the
2: formula works, put a smile on people's faces.
1: Yep.
0: I always get worried with the fine line when it comes to me. Cause I want to, like, I have a whole, uh, <laughs> Instagram that I'm starting that is a little bit more perverted because <laughs> I want to express that, but I know I can't do it on my page, but it's going to be so much fun. Like Lee's already dubbed over one of my videos. I put it
1: on TikTok because, again,
0: you can be who you want to be on TikTok. That's, that's the
1: thing. <laughs> I think my caption at the top of TikTok still says, like, this is where all the fun stuff goes. Because I was basically, I was for a while putting, I still do, I put stories and I make them TikToks. I put them yeah. up there because that's what I'm, stories on Instagram is where I'm silly. And now TikTok has stories and I just have no time for that. But I feel like that's in like six months is going to be like, oh, well, I should have started back then. It's so important now. Like, I
0: I bet you're right, but I won't do it either right now because of the same thing. Maybe I should push myself. That's my goal for the week. But like, I, I don't have time for it.
2: I don't have time to do Instagram stories (laughs) alone.
1: That's my, that is my jam. I love, I love doing Instagram stories too. I know me too. It's so like, cause it's an easy way for me to share my day and have a fun time and do quick one-liners and involve Emma and show off the cat now. (laughs) But you know, it's like Instagram stories. I wish they, they yielded more growth. uh, And they got shared more places on Instagram because that I think is the TikTok that it could have been because it, this might just be me, but the TikTok style of voiceover over you doing work, a lot of people tried it a couple of months ago, like six months ago or a year ago, people were trying to do the voiceover or whatever. And it was a lot of cringe. I'm not trying to be mean, but like, it just didn't work on Instagram. It was weird. Whereas TikTok, that's what you expect. So you're in a different mindset.
0: I think it's working but, now, though it's I've seen it happen a lot more naturally now I
1: because think. it's more like I think people are just used to doing it better. yeah, uh, but it was doing people doing regular Instagram videos that they were doing mm-hmm. and voicing them over, and maybe it wasn't done as well. I don't know, I was just like, I tried it. I saw some people do it, and I was like, this is this is weird. <laughs> it's not the place for that, but okay maybe TikTok.
0: yeah, you must be yeah. for your pleasure. You're on TikTok scrolling, right? You're not on Instagram yeah. as much. Do yeah. scrolling on TikTok? Yeah, I see. But it's like a- my,
1: I don't, I don't know about you guys. My TikTok is like, all it is is other Etsy owners, like Etsy shop owners, um, motivational speakers. Uh, for some reason, a lot of like investing and like home or like uh, homeowners stuff, or like uh, flipping homes and whatnot, or investing in homes, rental property type stuff. And basically just like a lot of business related stuff, whether it's Etsy, small shops, Shopify, uh, owning small brick and mortars and like side hustles. And then everyone else I follow, like all the makers I follow. Yeah. So, which is like not a whole ton, but all the people that I love, you know? So it it definitely gives you what you want to see. And I don't go there and like see silly stuff now. Cause again, I don't follow just like friends and family. Uh, It really gives you what you like. You know, it's a lot of cats too. A lot of cats. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't play on, on TikTok at all. I barely opened up the app, but I'm just working. I'm working all the time. Like when I'm up, I'm working. So there's not much leisure in my life at the moment, but I'm okay with that. Like I truly am at the moment until so I can boot th- the day job. That's. That's still the goal. Is that
1: still in a works? Is that still slowly happening.
0: Oh yeah. I just, I just, uh, did a, uh, refinance, not refinance. I'm sorry. A uh, home equity line of credit to pay off some debt. So that's all set so that I can not have to worry about that. Cause you know, you need to have two years in a job before you can get those things. So like the things that I had to get done before I could quit are slowly getting into place. You know, I'm like moving one step at a time. I've got two other sources of income coming in right now. So like I have that coming in, I'm working my way towards making a brand new product line. So it's like, I keep inching my way closer to it because my day job doesn't give me any satisfaction besides it being very flexible. That's the only benefit that it gives me. Otherwise I'm literally miserable making ads for companies that don't have anything to do with, I don't care about pizza and fried chicken. Like I care about makers and 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 trying to motivate people and support those who are, who are trying to do big things like that's the cool part about working at like Workbench Con and Haven, is I get to promote other people now and get their voice out there, where other people might not have shown it like you know the way that I can present them. So it's a it's a cool twist. I'm
1: excited. See, that's awesome. I I'm super excited for you to go full time. Oh, full time. There's that term again. But like, no, no. But it's know, it's work, just switching work careers. For yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's a better way to put it. Yeah. Work for yourself and just be. You know, just have all those extra hours in a day uh, yeah. to then sit at the end of the day and go, where do those hours go? Cause you fill them. We're like mm-hmm. goldfish. We oh, fill they, the space they, we they have. They do, yeah. You know? But it's it, then it's all for you. It's like not work at that point. It's just stuff you're doing. It's right. completely different.
0: It's things that I'm passionate about that
1: I want to do. Yes. yes.
2: Or you can hear it you when you talk about do... it, you can tell how excited you are about it.
1: Thank you, man. Yeah, and oh, it's stuff yeah. that, even the stuff that you don't want to do, you're doing it cause it's going to help you.
0: Oh yeah, exactly. So like at the end of the,
1: at the end of that yeah. pain in a butt thing, you're ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like oh the company made more money, and I I slept less this week. Like, that's not yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You are actually ahead.
0: Right. Yep. Yep. So that's the goal.
1: So, so Lee, are you sorry? Oh I no, no, go ahead. Jump in. But like, Lee, are you everything? Are you even like thinking about or considering like ever taking Regal Street as like a brand and just making it your own business, or you just love your job so much that you'll you want to stay on
2: i could never leave between i mean i have so much invested in like my retirement and the benefits Mm -hmm. that i get from from work danielle would never let me me leave
0: but it's (laughs) like a good job that you enjoy though right yeah
2: i love my job i like yeah
0: there's no reason to leave
2: those situations yeah yeah. great people i'm in that situation
1: right now i'm in a great spot exactly
2: why would you leave the company i work for is awesome but um i I worry that if I was doing this stuff full time, I would like it less. Oh,
3: you know, yeah. i would I
2: wouldn't it would become more stressful and now it's just it's a hobby. it's fun. I enjoy yeah. it. but if it ever became like something I had to do, I had to get something done in a certain amount of time, I worry that i would I would lose interest in it
1: the and. What's important about the whole distinction of like, and I love that you love your job. I love my job too. And it took yeah. me a while to try to like define it to myself and to others. Um, but what helped me was going to work bench con, and getting rid of the mindset of going full time mm-hmm. or quitting my job uh, and thinking of replacing incomes or yeah. reducing your expenses or whatever it might be. You know, it's, it's not about like, oh, well I make a hundred thousand dollars off my job I can't quit unless this makes me a hundred thousand dollars. I'm like, well, if you're not commuting, you're not doing this, you're not doing that. You're working for yourself and sustaining. You You can maybe live around 70 or whatever, or maybe, you know, at the end of the year, you're just bringing in $50,000 of profit, but like you expense a ton because you're doing this thing. That's basically a business. Uh, And one thing that I really took away from almost every talk I went to or every person I talked to at workbench con is that don't, just chase the brand deal because those are temporary things. Mm -hmm. Those are quick one-offs. What you want is those long-term revenue streams, whether it's, oh, I have some apparel coming in here. I have a 3D printing thing here. I have affiliate stuff coming here from four different sources. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's a hundred here, 300 here, $5 here. But at the end of that month, that's a thousand dollars. So, you know, whatever. So like all these revenue streams adding up and maybe you're doing side gigs and maybe you build a table in a month. And before you know it, you're making, you're bringing in seven, 10 K a month. And you know, your partner can retire or not retire, but like work with you. Now suddenly they're part of working for you or with you. And it's not like, you know, they have to replace your income because like everything's taken care of. The incomes are being covered. And like, you have to like redefine like what your priorities really are, Mm -hmm. because so many of us are stuck in like the benefits or like, Oh, I have to replace this amount of money or whatever. But like, you don't need to, if you're at home and you can handle your finances and you can eat, you know, meat at the end of the week, <laughs> as I always say, like, hey, still afford to buy meat if you eat that. Um, you know, it's that's all no, it's, mean, all it's yeah. about. Yeah, or, you know, drink that beer or whatever. If you can afford the luxuries in your life and have a good time, you're gonna have just a better time overall in life and you're not, not having to work for someone, not having to stress out about it. And especially if you are with someone um, whether it's a partner, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, it, that really shares the passions or is passionate about your passion, right? Like Emma could care less about woodworking or three D printing. She's passionate about my passions, like the fact that I'm excited about it, and she wants to be in on that and involved in that, and us try to grow our businesses in tandem. Her, you know, her beauty consulting business, my manufacturing businesses have nothing to do with each other. We're constantly helping each other out. I think that's what a lot of people have to think about when they're thinking about going full time. Or you don't have to be a full time content creator. Content right. creation is like a part of it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's the end of my my little like no no, but put like, your job rant.
0: <laughs> that's what I'm tra- I'm transitioning. I'm transitioning. That's yeah. that's the thing. It's it, and my hands are everywhere. I have affiliates here, and I'm that you know, yes. I, I'm diversified. Do you want? to I know our interview time is kind of all over it's nine o'clock but would you like to have fun and maybe interview lee with me for five-10 minutes and
1: absolutely harass oh, him? I, I live for this oh boy. no and i have all he night he was not me.
0: prepared for this by the way i'm not prepared
1: Good. that's so best. i thought it would be this a lot a of surprise. fun to
0: do a little bit of a switch so peter i'll let you go first what would you like to know about lee that you don't know
1: i already started grilling him about you know his life and quitting his job and becoming a famous rap star <laughs> um, I know he's just doing this till the rap career kicks off. That's his main thing. but Or acting, I can see that happening as well. Yeah. Now, so oh, no. uh, you know, I know you and Danielle pretty well, and I know like she's got a job, you got a job. But she's been kind of thinking about doing more because she does amazing crafts. As I mean, you do amazing builds as well. But like, I feel like she's getting more and more invested on, in like the the making part of that business and a lot of the behind the scenes. I've had many conversations with her about that as well. Like, what do you see you guys being in like, you know, not even like six months, whatever. Like think like long-term, like w- would you want Regal Street to become a brand? Like, obviously you don't have to quit your job for it to become a major thing. You could do your day job and still mm-hmm. have this wonderful thing that's grown kind of out of control and pays for all the fun stuff.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I kind of have found my, well, yeah. Pay, pay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I found myself kind of transitioning a little bit into doing more like larger scale projects lately, like versus a bunch of small cutting boards and, you know, all the small cribbage boards, hat racks. I still like doing the hat racks because 90% of those are for people in the community. And I get to, you know, see them enjoy it and you know
1: in mine i
0: say we yeah. just put ours on we, have, <laughs> yeah. we got four of them from him so
2: i get to see them like out in the wild yeah. all the time you know so that's fun but I, I really enjoy building these tables like and i mean i have no room to be building these tables i should be just focusing on smaller stuff but i you know i'm having a lot of fun doing them and as far as danielle i mean she always has to have something she's focusing on like whether it's you know when we first moved to town she was part of the homecoming committee and they welcomed new people into oh my the god
0: town. i could totally like, see that yeah and then
2: she she got on the lula train for a little while and she was involved in like that consumed her life for a little bit and now she's just starting to let the whole maker
0: she's getting vibe. creative there she's
2: getting she's letting yeah. that creative come out you know and she's She's getting into the painting and the laser and she's we just did a camping sign for somebody with, with the CNC and the laser and the paint like she, so it's combining everything into one. So she can't do a lot of that stuff without me and I can't do a lot of the stuff without her. So now we have to work together and I think that's going to open up a whole set of doors that we didn't even think we would be into, you know, so it
0: might just be Regal Street.
2: Yeah.
1: What are you gonna do when you move?
2: It Regal, it's Regal Street for life.
1: Adam, Adam That's what? I'm talking about.
2: We're having fun though.
1: Yeah, and I think you guys are a great example of uh, you know be good or be as good as on onto others as you what would want them to be to you. I said that very poorly, but you and Danielle are very like you're so giving, so supportive, so people are just willing to throw themselves at you to help you out, and like you're you guys are one of those couples that like people just want to see succeed. People yeah. want to see you blow up. People want to see you do well. And I think like you can reach out, like you're already at that point where you can do a story and ask for help. about something or a question, or I need to design this file, or I don't know how to do it, whatever. And you will have like people lining up. I think that's, that that's there's what's something great about said. the
2: community. Like, yeah. but I mean, you're, and, you're, and, and, you're, um,
1: just you're the community, like, yeah. you guys literally speak to what the community is.
0: Having people coming together with those as well, oh, uh, that's yeah. so much fun! I can't like, wait to do another one. Of but those. just lo- look how many people were ready and willing to join you, even if we didn't know the song you picked. Terrible, terrible, a show song. I, yeah. I don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. There's some Billy Joel, I think maybe it was. Joelle? I don't know. Joelle. <laughs> huh? He said out the list, I was like, oh, God. Oh, well, all right.
2: <laughs> but that's what that's what made the like the blooper reel. That's what made oh, the yeah. best part, you know?
0: I told Patsy already from uh, Dobbs that she 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 won the uh, the, the, the funny thing with
2: Patsy is, I guess Patsy does like a music trivia night with her husband. They go oh, out, really? and they, and the first question of that night after doing the video was like, they play a second of the song, and it was the song, it was Billy, oh, still rock and so roll with me. And she like jumped up out of her chair. I know, it She <laughs> and she tells me every time I see her,
0: that's hilarious. <laughs>
2: that was so funny.
0: I like that. I a lot. Yeah, what what made you do the first video?
2: So the first video was a TikTok. It oh, was it go. was like a, it wasn't Blue Man Group. It was one of those guys who plays the tubes, like the the songs with like PVC pipes.
1: I think it's Blue Man Group. I think that's one of them. It was similar.
2: He it was not the <laughs> Blue Man Group. I know for a fact. But um, and I and there was a bunch of tubes set up at work. And I was like, we were cleaning up, getting ready to wrap it up for you know on a Friday. And I was like, hey, record me real, real quick to my apprentice. And I did it and posted it and it blew up. And then next Friday, he's like, What's the video today? And it just kind of went up, went from there. That's
0: awesome. So your apprentice yeah. encouraged it too. Oh, I yeah. like that. So he yeah, yeah I saw he started guest starring in it and stuff oh, too. Yeah. Just, he,
2: yeah. Oh, he's soft, he loves it.
1: <laughs> you need a buddy sometime, you just need a body double someone oh, with
2: you. you and he he'll push me to do stuff I'll, i won't because he knows that i won't do anything in front of people and he's like just come out here nobody cares like everybody knows what's going on they know we're wearing hawaiian shirts and we're ma- you're walking around with a pipe shaped like a guitar like they know what we're doing like relax. how long did it take you
1: to make that guitar
2: oh i i, I knocked that out in Good about question. a minute no problem.
1: really you could oh, yeah. see this man with a with a pipe bender oh my god <laughs> I there's like
2: four it or five of hands. them all over the job
0: oh really wow. they're
2: stashed because i don't know the job's so big i don't know where we're gonna be so <laughs> you gotta be prepared
1: It's so funny.
0: <laughs> how many people work with you do you have like a big team
2: um on our for our company we probably have 25 30 people on that site but the whole site is about 300 guys on site between I'm, all the trades
0: Yeah, i was just curious uh, who, who saw him uh
1: doing the moves that's all <laughs> i'm waiting to like be scrolling through tiktok one day and it'll be like the instagrammers in a wild
3: yeah but, like, like your yeah. your assistant
1: just like moving around with you yeah yeah well <laughs> <laughs> yeah I Sorry, didn't
0: mean, I didn't, didn't mean gonna cut you out yeah you're working at an airport is that what you're doing
2: yeah i'm, I'm at logan airport in boston building a new terminal
0: oh a oh. whole new terminal nice job security
1: yeah. right there because that's usually a 10 to 15 year project uh this one's about three, uh, so, right right
3: yeah
1: that's what they said about like guardia so that's yeah. they're like yeah. still wrapping up i think
0: <laughs> so if it's not on time we know who to yell at he was yeah. busy making a video
2: yeah
1: I mean, it, it was first, at lunchtime. It was lunchtime the first
3: quote I, I is just a suggestion
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah they can't touch you it's lunchtime that's it that's yeah. what you you're no, I, I really enjoy all the content and the videos. They're great because it's just, also seeing like I know you fairly well, and seeing you come out of your shell so much in these videos <laughs> is is really awesome. Just to see you like be so outgoing.
2: because I, I I am a pretty shy person. Like when I when I'm alone and or with some one or two people and there's a camera, you can do whatever you want you can edit it you can you know have fun with it and if you don't you know it's just fun
0: well plus you're in your element it's where you're not shy are you in charge there or one of to a point yeah yeah yeah. one of okay but you you have a little bit of a little bit of power you feel in your comfort zone you know your happy place is a good place to do that that's cool
1: you tell your princess what to do right I mean, you're in charge yeah. you're
0: in charge that's what i mean i was like you're kind of in charge a little
1: there uh now lee i know you guys have been looking for a place is there any uh leads on that
2: we found a couple candidates and we made offers that fell through but there's slim pickings on the market. usually every wednesday or thursday they'll pop up and danielle wants to stay in the area we are because steven my son's schooling is all set up and not, you know he's all settled in she doesn't want to remove him from that um she's worked very hard to get him where he is and um but that being said you know, we're not we don't need to move if something comes along great the market will treat us well in our current place so it only makes sense financially to do it now yeah. um if we can, you know, upgrade the size of our house and the shop, more importantly.
0: I was going to ask oh. what was the big move, like reason <laughs> for the big move. Is oh yeah, like, yeah definitely. It shop.
3: Yeah. He even so, keeps
1: getting bigger every year.
3: Yeah. <laughs> more a big garage. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so are you are you looking for a place with a shop or with a garage that's either bigger? a
2: shop or a two car minimum, at least a two car nice.
1: garage. Nice.
2: But you know, we're, we're Look, being patient. It's frustrating, you know how it is. I mean, you just yeah. went through it, so it's a battle. Yeah.
1: But, Over a year of looking, that was fun. Yeah,
2: I mean, we're only a few months into a, a really looking, you know,
3: mm-hmm. you know, but
0: it took me almost two years when I bought this house because I was looking for a very low price range of yeah, like one fifty and that's it or under. So yeah, yes. it took a long time. Yeah. I got a foreclosure and- though for one forty nine on the land with the nice. water. There you go. I did it. It just took a long
2: time. You're on the water. I have yeah. I
0: have an acre out to uh, a pond, so I get to watch nature all day. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It took two years to find it,
1: but I got it. It, hey, it'll pay off. We were in a bit of a rush. Like when we actually started looking, we started looking in like January. Yeah. We finally found it in March after like seeing like dozens of houses in three months. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can't. You're gonna find something, man.
2: You guys were patient, and you found the perfect house. That place is awesome.
1: We love it. Yeah, we have yeah. nature here, too, and it's like Do you? no neighbors behind us, so it's just nature. Yeah, and that
2: neighborhood, I mean, everything about it.
1: Yeah, Lee, when Lee and Danielle were coming over, we like live surrounded by cornfields, so when they're oh, coming okay. out, you literally turn into a cornfield, and it's like, where are we? <laughs> oh, really?
0: Yeah.
2: Oh. I didn't know New Jersey produced corn.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But then you like turn into like a, a regular neighborhood and you're yeah. like, what? <laughs>
0: okay, that's trippy. I would definitely feel like a, yeah. this is where I die. This is where I die. <laughs> this is where I, die. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I hope you guys find a great place. And the reason I was asking about that, if you want a, a garage or a separate shop, is because I know some people are like, no, it has to be separate. Like, don't want it attached to the house. I don't would want a rather
2: it be separate, I think.
1: Really? Yeah. See, I'm the, I'm a garage guy. I love walking out there. with my say slippers. I would be well, great
0: like, if it was attached, but as long as it was two car, like I'm stuck with a one car right now, and it's 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 tough.
1: I mean, maybe if it was
2: big enough to separate, because like I have a garage. I'm in my garage right now, and there's things I do in my garage that I don't do in the shop. Like this is kind of like the clean area almost, where we have the laser and I finish in here, and we have the CNC in here. It makes a little bit of dust, but out there I can, you know, you know how a shop gets. Yeah. And I don't want to drag it into the house because I started in here before I built that shop and the dust that would get tracked in and the dust that just finds its way into every nook and cranny um, drives her nuts because she's a clean freak. you know.
1: I can relate. Our old place, the garage and our bedroom were about six feet apart. So oh. when I would walk out of the garage, I would walk past our bedroom door because we were on the first floor with the garage, yeah. same same level. And so, yeah, we had dust everywhere. It was terrible. Yeah,
0: yeah oh. see, it's nice to be in quick in and out, but you need a little bit of separation from yeah. like a living space. Yeah. yeah.
1: Now we have the laundry room. It's like an airlock.
0: And you have to keep it clean because you can't get the laundry dirty. You know, like it's like yeah. you just clean that, you know.
1: That's convenient. Um, Dude, I'm so stoked. The second you buy that shop, buy, buy that yeah, house, great. shop with the house attached. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> the second you have that new shop, I'm coming over. We're setting that thing up. I'm helping you out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I'm so stoked.
2: Can't wait.
0: People ask me why I forced this laser to come down here in the basement. It's the same reason, Lee, that you were just saying. If it was in the shop with everything else, it would just get destroyed. Plus, yeah, the temperatures. And, and, and you know what else it is? is?
2: It's a horizontal surface.
0: Yes, and yeah.
2: You know how much crap would get stacked on top mm-hmm. of that? Mm-hmm. And it's a glass top. I'd yeah. so end up throwing fact. something over there and it would shatter and I'd break it or, you know.
0: Yeah, yep, nope. I'd like this has no. to get down here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I
1: feel attacked because I have a piece of MDF perfectly cut to fit over the glass. See what I mean? See you so, <laughs> and I can put stuff on top. 100%. Exactly. I do that. Any yeah. horizontal
2: surface. I'll even, I find myself putting a, piece of wood on top of that sometimes you know when i with the finishing painting triangles yeah. and put finishing stuff on there let it dry but there's no dust in here so i can finish in here a little bit
3: That's
0: yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah that is nice i know i took this whole room apart and i went to my husband the other day i go oh shit this was my staining room i was like i don't want to stain anything in here now i am like i gotta <laughs> think of another spot i'm like it's too pretty in here now
1: yeah well, unless you consider it like the stinky room where like yeah. new laser stuff because you always have some residue smell you know yeah. the staining everything yeah. finishing that's a smelly room but yeah hepa filter it or something yeah,
3: yeah
0: exactly it's gonna have to yeah. be enhanced yeah if we're
2: doing anything we open the garage door and i open the back door we get a nice cross breeze going because i was oh, nice. you a, have while, a back door as well yeah it goes out to our screened in porch
1: oh that's awesome
2: so uh, for a while i was spraying the, like cornhole boards and stuff out on the porch and i totally just poly everywhere
0: i was gonna say you coated everything oh everything, with oh, it, everything. Yeah. the
2: cushions on the couch. oh i got yeah. i got chewed out for that one big time See,
1: i get, I had to I get called everything. weird for this but i <laughs> i cannot spray or like spray paint or poly or whatever over my floors in the shop i worked way too damn hard to put those oh, yeah. epoxy floors in oh, you i am not yeah. ruining them yeah no yeah. i'm like i'm obsessed with those floors like it was one of the best things i did I'm not ruining yeah, these things. I
2: don't blame you at all.
1: I kind of love people that I like just have cement blue, on mine. Yeah. A
2: brand new sealed driveway would have spray paint
1: marks on it before the new floor would. I just go on my grass. It gets cut yeah. every week. I don't care. Yeah. Just spray paint on the grass. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I do all my finishing on a, a stool my dad let me borrow. I feel so bad. I just throw a piece of wood on it. And then I put the piece on there and I just rotate it and I just spray it towards the garage door. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't fucking care if the garage door gets a little on it. Cause it's yeah. just clear spray. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, that'd be, that's my sacrifice because I just have no room to work. It's. I have to build out here. Like that's the next step. And like I've come to face it over the years either. Cause like this house is going to be paid off in nine years. And I have a beautiful pond to look at. So that's it's awesome. really hard, dude. Yeah. I refinanced to a 15 year loan when we had the kids and like, when they hit 15, I know the house is paid off. It's like a really nice thing. It's like, Oh, nice. Yeah. It's and I'm like, I'm going to be able to have that breath for a moment. You know, like I feel it coming.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, we're just we can't wait. We're ready. Yeah. like, that's one of the reasons we were doing all this because like we originally like Petri's workshop was kind of like an outlet for me because like we were on a super tight budget. We're trying to get yeah. out of severe debt, like, you yep. know, same here, college here. cars, the credit cards all that stuff it was like over 100 grand and mm-hmm. like we finally finally paid everything off this uh january and we're, it was literally like i both don't feel anything but also i don't feel anything yeah
3: like, it's not, like, <laughs> there's no like there's no
1: weight. Yeah. so like i we just can't wait for the house and i know some people are like no like that's stupid why would you pay off your house early like, i don't care i just don't like owing someone oh no family. if you can get
0: your house paid off early why yeah. would you not like i don't understand
1: why you wouldn't like it's, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, can, I can make more percentage with that money or whatever. I'm like, no, but it's a mindset. Yeah. Right? It's I own this. All I do is just pay my rent to the state, the taxes. Right. Right. You know? exactly. I and mean, you have your own place. I mean, having your own house is just, it's amazing for being able to be a maker and content creator and everything. Cause like you could just do what you want. You could be silly in your yard and no one can tell you anything Or you mm-hmm. spray paint your grass. Who cares? <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> great.
0: Also, I do love to spray paint on the grass. If it's going to be something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I have a palette from when my Levrak came that I haven't gotten rid of. It has so many layers of paint spray. on it. <laughs> so I just spray over that. I just put it on a pallet spray there and there's rocks underneath it. Cause I guess they had the shed moved in a different spot at one point. So I just rotate the rocks. It's so they're all multicolored. <laughs> <thing>. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> That's exciting. So, all right, we'll go back to you for one second, Peter. What is your, like your goal space that you're going to have for all these machines coming? Cause I wanted to talk about this. You've got nine machines that you're going to have, like, What's your setup going to be like as we're talking about setups? Like, what is it? Where are you storing all these?
1: So Lee saw where they live. It's my print shop. It's down in a basement. And actually, since Lee's been here, it's evolved. There's a full like uh, industrial rack on the wall, on one wall. And eventually there'll be another one probably. Uh, there's like a mini one. And all of them are going to be on there. They're going to be on that one wall, just you have pumping all the space stuff out. Like ready. Okay. I have this space laid out. It's a fairly small room. It's, I want to say the room is about like, 12 by 10 maybe so Mm -hmm. it's not massive but that is our shipping area emma does a lot of shipping for her mary Kay business so i do a lot of shipping for mine we do all our shipping in that one spot but it keeps the rest of the house organized we our living room at our old place was shipping and receiving 3d print shop recording studios and two offices plural because we're (laughs) all both in the same space during pandemic and everything and it was our living room too so boxes everywhere every it was just a hot mess while we are then also packing to move. So wow, I, I r-
0: feel a relief for you. <laughs> Just yeah, from hearing so like, that, I'm like, and wow. And keep in
2: mind how organized Pete has to be. right? So that must've drove him nuts. <laughs> it, was, it was driving me insane,
1: <laughs> it really was. And I, I'm now in a mindset of like, if I haven't used this thing, if I genuinely can't use it, I'll throw it out. Cables, supplies, things like that I can use in the future, I keep, but I organize. But like random tchotchkes and whatever, like I toss it. I don't need it. My parents were very, there's a lot of stuff here. When they moved here, they sold their house, they moved here and they moved back to Poland now. Yeah, We had a lot of stuff in this house and I was losing it. Um, So, and also uh, this room was a bedroom. So I lost my office. I was in a print shop. So the printers would be running and I'd be working my day job and I'm on the phone like, yeah, yeah, no, you want to restart. I said, restart. (laughs)
0: Like look at the printers, they're all loud and stuff. They're like, where's this guy working? They have him in the machine room. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, basically.
1: So <laughs> so everything's going to go into print shop, which is nice. Everything's kind of condensed into that space. We have thought about expanding that basement part because uh, the whole footprint of the house is a basement as well. Oh, nice. So I, I, I could pop out that room. It was originally an office for the uh, previous owner. So like there's some stuff down there. I have my my super corporate cubicle desk from my office because we got new desks. So the cubicle is in my basement. Oh my God, really? Just the one like L shape, like yeah, that yeah. corner. But it's like enough to, I have all the supplies, I get stuff prepped there and then I move it over to the shipping area. So it's all going to go down there. And you know, it, the added benefit of all that is too, like when we do our taxes, I'm writing off that basement space as well as the shop, yeah. as well as two offices. So like it kind of benefits us to do that now, you know, have the extra space. Yeah, And like you have your, you know, you have, you might have an office, but you'll also have like a painting room or your finishing mm-hmm. room or whatever. That's all parts of the house that are being utilized for your hobby or business or whatever. And if you have the space, use it, you know? And then right. this room will be nice and chill. It'll just be my office, my safe space. I will have one printer here. It'll be a mini and it'll only be for prototyping. All the other monsters are gonna be downstairs for pumping out product.
0: kind of controls you too. It keeps you from being distracted like that all day.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm a visual person. And if it's out of sight, out of mind. So. Yeah. It's actually good. Sometimes I forget things, but sometimes it's good because then if I don't have the printers next to me, I'm not distracted. I'll go down there when I'm ready. Same thing with my shop. At the old place, the shop was right off the bedroom, off of my office slash living room at the old place. So like I was doing laps all day and was exhausted. Here, I'm a lot more chill and it lets me focus on things. So that's very good.
0: I, uh, I tucked away my office. So like I'm at my fun desk right here. And then on the other side of this wall is my day job office. So it's in the same room, but it's, it has been separated. Cause at first I was sharing my fun desk and my work desk all in the same thing. And I, I had nowhere to put anything. I couldn't even put like a note. Like I'm like, I'm like, all right, my painting desk has to go back to being my, as I call fun desk, yeah. but it's my other work desk, you know, like I. Sadly, until I can buy a new one where I can get a lift on this (laughs) to adjust because I I do love having my standing desk. Um, but this, yeah, I had to separate it. Same reasons like it's just, it was, it's too tempting to want to just click on the Mac for a minute and and get some work done, you know? Like it feels good to be separated.
1: All of us are the same. Like we can't sit still, you know? We like working, we like being productive, Mm -hmm. and like we, we, when we rest, we rest hard, at least. I know I do and I, I know do. Lee does too, yeah. <laughs> like when we rest, we will just chill and commit to chilling and like do nothing or go camping or whatever. But like when there's loosey goosey time, it's getting filled whether yeah. we want to or not. And sometimes that, you know, that means that like, I can't sleep, I'm packing, last night I was packing orders till 2 a.m.
0: Yeah, you, <laughs> I saw like, your text so late, like I saw this oh, morning. Oh no, no, I, I, I don't hear him at night. I have my phone oh, on yeah. silent at all times. But I saw this morning when I woke up. I was like, oh, he was up last night. And then like you said, good, like happy Monday on your post. Like yeah.
1: remember, I'm like
2: oh. I've gotten up for work and Pete's
1: I still hasn't gone to bed yet. yet. Yeah. Yeah. So- we would we would message on IG and yeah. he's on a train for work. And I'm like <laughs> wrapping up my day. And yeah, that's you're the ready thing.
2: Of mine.
1: See, it was it was the thing like being at the old place, we shared the house. My yeah. my folks were upstairs, we were downstairs. So that was the time I had to be alone. And now that I have mm-hmm. all day to be alone, just with Emma, like I, my time is is shifting back. Cause when the family moved here and my brother-in-law was staying with us for a little bit cause of the storm that ruined his apartment, I had no space and no time for myself. So now I'm slowly shifting back. It's like my, yeah. my bedtime is getting earlier and earlier. Then the stoop ruins it every week. And then it resets. <laughs> because, and, and you know what? I love the stoop. It's like, that's one of the community things. I actually, I think I need to hop back on Clubhouse. I heard you guys mention it too.
0: Yeah, yep. I still go on. Mm-hmm. I I just I need that, thing. Ch- that chat. It's not like there are a lot of people that don't go on anymore, but like sometimes you get that group of back and you're like, oh, that's nice. Cause like, I just want to chill and talk. Some people want to talk about work <laughs> when working and stuff. And I'm like, I know we're makers. I'm like, but I just actually just want to sit here and chit chat for a bit Why while i so nice. Yeah. just BS. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always working (laughs) like when that's happening.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but you're always like painting and stuff, I see. Or like you'll point your camera for a sec. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) What you're working (laughs) on and go back. Yep,
0: (laughs) cause that's my free time. Like when the kids go Mm -hmm. to bed from from eight to 10 o'clock, I try to get stuff done. Limited pocket of time, but it, you know, it works. It's now seven, it's seven to 10 now. Next time you guys
1: so next time you guys do a clubhouse if there's enough of the regulars the old school crew give you a little uh, text you know. mm. yeah shoot me a text or, or just do the the little we'll tapping i think yeah, we'll yeah. Yeah, in. hang me if not text me <laughs> like hey you gotta get in here <laughs> man we used that's to spend like days on there oh, yeah weeks yeah but it was good that's how a lot of us met and grew mm-hmm. we were almost forced it it was a it was a FOMO, like if you're missing out Yes. so everyone was trying to be on there as much as oh my possible Oh we were
0: on there so much like now like, i go on for a little bit but yeah, yeah. it was great we liked
1: the, the each rooms other that were much
2: 24 7 there was always somebody in there yeah. yeah it was
1: good motivation too you know that's that's what we needed it was the stoop but all day and basically us yeah. screaming at each other to do better or ask the right questions or reach out to a brand or whatever
0: yeah teaching yeah. each other like I have a lot of like where I am right now because of that, because Absolutely. of that early coaching. Like it just has got me, like I, I did a lot of listening to podcasts and things like that to educate myself, but that room took it off to a whole nother level. Like just a a one-on-one too. Yes. We yeah. talked
1: at each other and it wasn't like broad advice. It was like, well, what are you doing? Okay, well, here's what I do. And what, here's what you can apply. Or like, mm-hmm. have you tried this? Or like how, this is how I do it it was direct advice from peer to peer and no one in there had n- follower numbers yeah, well people cared. did but nobody, nobody yeah, there cared. was
0: big accounts in small accounts everybody was mixed in and like the larger accounts they the expanded, plans, shared yeah, yeah they, did. Sh- they shared yeah. everything yeah
1: i remember going yeah. in there and like ben from Counter kind of creations would be like oh pete's here like we got like Big time, whatever. Because like at the time I was still like in 20s, and I was like, "I'm guys, like th- no, this is not a thing. Like this yeah. not a thing." A lot of the people that were in there that were in the thousands are now in the tens of thousands. Oh yeah. You know, like look at Dave through three uh, 3D DIY Dave. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wasn't in there that often, but like he's he's like, like flew past me in yeah. a month oh, yeah. because his videos are blowing up. You know, yeah. he's Luke. killing it. You're killing yeah. it. Like we're all everyone's growing now, and like these numbers yeah. don't matter. They never did. Yeah. 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 It's like you, yep. someone knew more because they had more followers. They just had more followers and they might have yep. more experience with how to with deal with the big number and of stress yeah. with brands or whatever. But like at the end of the day, we're, we're all like, we're all in this together. We're all about the same level. We're all just people. Mm-hmm. Might as well help each other out because yeah. that will come back to help you. It all will. Right. Sure. I mean, I convinced a complete stranger I've never met in my life to stay at my house for a weekend <laughs> with his wife that I also never met. And now we're best friends.
3: I love it. You
1: know. You never know.
0: You don't. Well, thank you for coming on, guys. I had a great thank
1: time chatting with you. I'm super yeah. humbled to be on. Like why? Is...
0: Yes, no. Mr. A hundred yeah. and something podcast. We didn't even talk I... about your podcast.
1: Another <laughs> podcast. Check us out. <laughs> Basically three guys giggling and making dirty jokes about wood. an hour and a half no it it, it, because it's not about that i I, like i'm super humbled to hop on your it doesn't matter what the number is like you you're creating content you're creating a podcast like that's work that's big work you know lee's making these videos that literally make people's weeks fridays Mm -hmm. like that's the time when you and he sends them to people he literally like i i work from home i forget fridays exist like i forget about fridays and I get that message from like that's oh, Friday. <laughs> like, cool. I should plan out my Saturday. Yeah. You Not know? yep. when everyone, I get
0: his text. Yeah, I'm always like, oh, let's see what he did today. Like
1: yeah. <laughs> you know, we we all we all just we have this community. We're all just part of it and it's amazing. And like, like I said, it doesn't matter what numbers you are, just like spread the love, help everyone out that you can. Yeah. And then like without you even knowing when you need help, you're gonna get so much of it.
0: And that's, that was my, um, so for the show intro, I did put that on there. Is like, if you don't feel like you're part of a community yet, it's because you haven't talked to people yet. Start yeah. making comments. Like if something makes you laugh, tell that person, oh, wow. That video made me laugh. So funny. Like just start saying things like that. Yeah. And that's how you start growing like a community.
1: Respond to stories.
0: Yeah. We didn't just fall into it. It takes work. Like you have to put it out there to get it back, you know?
1: You want to make an impact on somebody's day? Send a voice memo in a IG message. Mm-hmm. Send your voice. That'll make their day. That'll. A lot of people will be like, "Whoa, Tiff, to, Tiff, you, Pete, you do that a lot."
0: Yeah, I primarily like people, do Pete that. Send me a message,
1: <laughs> and I'm like, I'm no. like, for me, it's honestly convenience. I just don't have it time is, to type. It is. It's so much it's easier. easier. <laughs> yes. But people yeah. feel like that's such a better connection mm-hmm. to just like talk, like hear somebody's voice. Like, wow, they took a second to like record their voice, or even a video. Start, yeah, or a video oh yeah that just do that reach out to people talk to people and if you're shy reach out to someone you're comfortable to yeah. or comfortable with if see if they're part of a group yeah. or you know a community like i'm part of multiple ig groups yeah and i rarely go in. i'll go in there sometimes just like catch up on stuff but there's a lot going on but it's just nice to be part of that group because yeah. people see your name pop up and they'll interact with you
0: mm-hmm.
3: yeah yeah
1: all right, I'm tight and tired. So with that, we shall end I'm it. Sorry, but I, I could ramble I, forever. I can't hang. I can't
0: hang until, uh, 4am like some people, but, uh, yeah, those people. <laughs> I appreciate you guys coming back on. And then, uh, eventually I probably will do like group hangs at the end, maybe like every like quarter or something and invite anybody who's been on the show that last quarter. That'd awesome. So, so that'd be a fun hangout. So I'm really trying to mix it up because like, you know, with behind the maker, it was, we had a structure and we went for it, but like, I did that for 15 months. Now I really want to like play around, and every episode is going to be different if I want it to be. It's nice having that
1: freedom. Of That's <laughs> yeah. Really cool. it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I love your
1: uh, your guest um, interviewer or guest host. Yes. Really right. Yeah. Like the that.
0: mystery guest, though, some people know because some people I know couldn't handle a surprise. You know, like it might be too much. It might throw them off. But like, <laughs> yeah, if they can, yeah, if they can handle it, then yeah, I'm putting it in. Alright, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed getting to know Peter. Stick around for the after show if you're a Patreon. There is a 15 minute Patreon special with myself, Lee as we're stalking Peter and then Peter joins us at the end. So if you want more head on over to the Patreon link and check that out. A few things that I have coming out right now. uh, I just dropped episode 2 with Sadie from The Awesome Orange on the Carver Conversations podcast that I'm doing for Sabretooth. So, if you love Sadie like I do, go check that out. It is on Sabretooth's YouTube, as well as on Spotify, and it'll soon be on Apple, but it's taking its sweet, sweet time. So, it's coming, and uh, I apologize for those who only listen on Apple, but YouTube is available if you don't have Spotify, so... Go check that out and uh, thank you to the Patreons, a special shout out to Matthew Gerard from the Wooden Mustache for being a high supporter and uh, I really appreciate that. If you want to support the show, it is a range from 5 to $20 and it's just to help me keep doing this, pay for the software and all that fun. So, uh, if you want to do that, head on over to patreon.com slash maker conversations. There's a link in the bio as well. And, uh, if you are curious about power carving, check out Sadie's conversation. We also talk about, uh, everything else that she has going on and, uh, it was a lot of fun. So check that out and have a great day.